Hi, this is Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie, and I have an offering for you all this month, and this offering is a campaign called Liberate Your Love, which is about establishing the path of how to set better boundaries for yourself, how to really understand your anger, and what it means to truly practice authentic self-care. And I am doing this campaign so I can pull together a few different modalities like Ayurveda and integral theory and then just amazing pop culture that's out there that really expresses a lot of these themes like Beyonce and we'll talk about the novels of Elena Ferrante. So stay tuned for that in a moment. I I wanted to share a couple of announcements first. Um, one is that there, there are a few opportunities to retreat with me. One of them is at the end of July. It's the last weekend, the 29th through the 31st in West Virginia, just outside of Washington, DC, very easily accessible by Dulles airport. And it's a weekend called Blossoming Hearts, where my dear friend Michelle May and I will be leading a group of amazing women to really relax. We were talking about our intention yesterday. We're like, we just want to relax. So it's going to be a weekend of coming together. There's a wonderful retreat center, a a great outdoor wood-burning sauna that we'll do beautiful hiking trails, delicious food, yoga classes, and a lot of opportunities to connect with awesome women in a very laid-back low stress environments. So just kind of picture like laying around on the grass in the sunshine, reading a book and and going in to eat a delicious dinner and sitting in the sauna at night. So if that sounds good to you, there's um, space available for that. So let me know. And I have a few spaces available for um, still in my Machu Picchu retreat, which will be uh, in August. I'm forgetting the exact dates right now. It's August 3rd through the 10th. And it, it's, that's just like a life-changing week. So let me know if you're interested in that. It's, it's pretty special experience. And I'm excited to share a little bit more with you about this path of liberating your love. Just to give us a little bit of structure here too, that what we're going to do this month is we'll have four podcasts that I will share through my weekly Wednesday newsletters. And through the four podcasts, I will give us a path. And it's definitely the same path that I'm walking myself of wanting to better understand what is this power within me of, of anger and, um, how does that affect my relationship with sexuality? How does that really tap into, to grief and to patterns of dissociation? And ultimately, how can I use and harness these energies, which maybe I've spent a lot of energy repressing in the past, but how do I reclaim them in a way that actually opens my heart and lets in the love that I've been looking for. So I, I work with a lot of clients. I know, I know we are all really looking for love and looking for ways to understand ourselves better. So this is, is my offering. So we can all just walk this path and ask these questions and see what emerges from them. So to begin to understand how to liberate our love and open our hearts and, and let in what we've been working so hard to let in, I think it's helpful to understand a little bit of Ayurvedic theory. Ayurveda is, it's a 7,000 year old Ayurvedic science, um, which some of the oldest written texts are Ayurvedic texts. And basically it, it comes down to balance. And you can hear the hesitation in my voice because I'm like, whoa, this thing is so big and how do we bring it down? But it really can be that simple. It's about coming into balance and understanding that when you feel out of balance, that what you need is the opposite of what you've been doing. 
And the way that Ayurveda is broken up is into these three categories of energy called doshas. And doshas are represental, representing the elemental energies. So there's an air energy that's called vata. There's a fire energy that's called pitta. And there's a, um, a earth water energy called kapha. And these three energies work together to either be in balance or be out of balance. And each one of them is, is important. Personally, we have a mixture of all three of these doshas within us. But chances are that one and, and most likely two are going to be um, more predominant. And chances are that we might have an imbalance with one more than the other. So you can go talk to an Ayurvedic doctor or consultant and find out more about your dosha. I honestly, it's, it's one of the more confusing, um, practices to figure out someone's dosha. I, I seriously don't know what mine is fully, but I do come back to this idea of balance and, and giving myself more of the opposite. And from my own explorations of Ayurveda and coaching a lot of other women through Ayurveda, I, I think there are a couple of concepts that we can pull out of a, a very big science that are really helpful in understanding ourselves, especially as busy Western people with our, with our hangups and our desires that we have in, in this culture. So the first one of those really has to do with the air element, which we call vata, V-A-T-A. And this air element, it's, it's represented by air and also ether, which is deep outer space. And I think the best reference point to this is if you see the movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock and uh, see that those scenes where she's like spinning out in outer space. And, um, and that to me is what happens when this air element becomes imbalanced in us. When Vata is imbalanced, it's, it's really our, um, spirituality and our creativity and our, our psychic antenna that we can just like pick up on things, having a strong intuition. And it, it really is responsible for that feeling of being one with everything around us. But when it goes out of balance, it, it, that picture that just spinning around in your spacesuit and deep outer space, no gravity, no tethering. It feels like anxiety it feels like nerves. It feels like not being safe. It feels like not being able to trust other people. It feels like being apart from, from groups, like not having enough, like not being able to manage your time. People who have a lot of vata imbalance are always late and they're, they're really bad with money. And, um, and they can go towards like a very extreme anxiety. In Ayurvedic texts, these ancient texts, it's explained that 80% of all illness is caused by vata imbalance including the majority of mental illness. So like schizophrenia would be like an extreme vata imbalance of just like not having any tethering in the here and the now and the self and in reality. So it's, it's, it's really important that we balance vata. And, and what does this do? What does this have to do with our journey of, of liberating our love is that I think when we are operating in vata imbalance, it can feel really easy to believe that like our, our reality is true and, um, and we can forget really easily what's most important to us. 
So for myself, like when I go into the stress response, I, the problem with it is that I start to believe that everything around me is the stress response. And, um, Vata imbalance, it comes from this, um, the early traumas of life for most of us. So in my home growing up, I grew up with, with addictive patterns and depressive patterns for my parents and not a, a good feeling of safety. And it's amazing how I've like carried these feelings into all of my relationships as I've gotten older. And it's only now really in these past few years that I've started to dig in and be like, okay, like what happened at the root? Like where, where did the Vata get disrupted and how has that played out? And it's, it's like, you can imagine two lines running next to one another and we're going parallel, you know, we're on the path to love and to groundedness and happiness. But then at one point, you know, for my family, it, it just like when I was about four or five years old and my parents got divorced and there was addiction going on, like I just started to go on a slightly different trajectory. And over a lifetime, if we're not really paying attention to where we're going, that slightly different trajectory will take us into that deep, spinny outer space. And so you can recognize that you are in vata imbalance when you're overwhelmed most of the time or when you're not feeling connected to the people around you. And you can also notice it if, if, you, if you're numbing a lot. And there's, because underneath the, the feelings of overwhelm, my guess are feelings of grief for what didn't work out or what happened when we were younger or what's happening right now that we don't want to look at because it feels too painful to feel it. And so what we start to do is... I'm going to, I'm going to own the eye here. This is a big part of, of my own journey is, is as I, I think it's relatable to everybody, but I need to really own this for myself. But what I start to do is I start to disassociate by numbing myself. And so this means eating too much, um, not eating enough, drinking, drinking too much coffee. Um, and the one that I'm really coming to right now is around my sexual energy. So it's about using that energy as a way to get power and without really being connected to my heart. I, I just spent a week at my last integral training and uh, I'm becoming, I am an integral facilitator, yay. So after this nine month long training and it was something I really had to own in the group because I was feeling the dynamics that are there of like noticing for me, like which men are, you know, wh where I'm feeling the energy and like using that energy. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? It was such a conscious place and to be bringing these patterns into it it really brought it to the light for me of like, wow. And I, I shared it in the group this one day and I was so like trembly scared to share this. It was so vulnerable for me to admit that I was doing this. And afterwards, so many people, men and women came up to me being like, thank you for saying that. Like I do that too. Or I feel like, you know, that's been happening and it, um, it, it was really liberating. So for me, a part of my path of liberating my heart is owning the ways that I've structured my life around not feeling, I think the sadness that's in my heart, that's first there. So it, it's, um, I did, a, I did a little tarot reading before hopping on here because I wanted to see if there was other themes and, and the, there's three card reading. And the first card is all about like really gaining skills to be of use in the world. And I, and I think that's what for me being in touch with my heart is all about is like, I want to be able to be of service and I want to be able to help other people and, and really put in, I've had so much privilege in my life and I want to be able to put that 
into action. And so it, the three of pentacles is the card. And it's all about that of just like being a little unexperienced, but also having potential and getting, getting the blueprint to the, the cathedral. It's this young builder and these, these, um, religious entities are giving him the blueprints because he's so good at what he's doing, even though he's young. But then underneath that, so the next card is the five of pentacles. And this card is, it's a couple that's, um, wandering. They're really poor. They're wandering out in the snow. They're, they're like beggars. And, um, and up above them is a, is a church window that's lit up by five glowing pentacles. And it's a card of disruption. The five of, of any suit is always a card where a pattern gets disrupted. And this card is around poverty mentality, of feeling lost and not having enough and not knowing that we can look up and really see the the five of pentacles, you know, see that church window that's glowing, that we can walk into that. And so I think that that feels like what it is for me that I'll, I'm wandering around and, you know, trying to like use my sexual energy or I'm numbing myself by eating the ice cream or, or whatever it is, but I'm not fully stepping into what's there and available for me, which is the love in my own heart. And the outcome card for, for this, this reading is the fool, which is major arcana, meaning it's these like, it's like a bigger fate like energy and the whole tarot deck is the fool's journey. So it's, it's like this beautiful man in this great tunic and he's stepping off a cliff into the unknown with his chest is open and he's, he's bright and the sun is shining behind him. And it's, it's about trusting in a journey and taking that first step forward and, and looking at what it is. And, and so I can't imagine a better reading for us in this. So I, I think what I see from this is like, if we want to be the love and be the change we want to see in this world, we have to look at the poverty mentality of not having enough, of not being enough, of not doing enough, and the ways that we're, we're running our systems down. And, and the outcome is, like, can we take a step off into the unknown and challenge some of this and have the courage to, um, to make some change in our patterns and, and ultimately liberate our love? I I've seen, I've seen Beyonce's Lemonade twice already. I'm going to watch it again with some friends on Friday nights. And it, it is like a bit of a supporting text for, uh, for this month long series or supporting video element. And it's, it's a visual album that Beyonce made, um, um, after, um, really she made this incredible album, which, which talks about infidelity and talks about Jay-Z being with other women, her husband and what that does to her. It, it, it's extremely beautiful and it's very brave. And I'll talk about it throughout this next month coming up. And, and what I felt after watching it two times is the first part is all about like really, um, coming out of denial and really understanding what's going on. And it is a little bit more in the context of infidelity in this, of really owning what it is to be a woman. But the, the first part is just realizing the, the spaciousness and realizing that we're, these, these patterns are existing and the, the, the pain of that and really letting, letting the feeling happen there. So I'll, I'll talk more about Lemonade as we go on to the following weeks around anger and sexual energy and, and ultimately moving towards love. But go ahead and watch Lemonade if you haven't already and see if you can do it through this context of like the vata imbalance of, of how we as women 
especially if you're listening to this, like the ways that we can start to disconnect from our sexuality. And I, I think men do it in a different way. And perhaps we'll explore that in the future. But for right now, you know, understanding the ways that we disconnect from from the sexual energy and use that to like not fully be in relationship and then also to disconnect from each other as women. So that that's a lot of the work that I see we, we could have on this path ahead of us as well. I would love to hear what this conversation has brought up for you and really welcome this next month of, of, of having a very honest inquiry into, into ways we numb, into the, the poverty mentality that's underneath that, and then also into our journey of stepping off the cliff and just like, what is possible here? And I, when I say it, I feel the love in my heart right now. And I feel the love that all of us really have that's so ready to share. And I always believe this, that it's so much easier to make a breakthrough together if we can join enough people behind a common intention. So my intentionality is that anyone who is listening to this, ne- this month of podcasts and wants to be in conversation, that we're all going to have a breakthrough, myself included. So go ahead and invite your friends to listen to this podcast. And um, on the Facebook group, I will be putting some great information out there, uh, some questions that we can begin to, to go in and answer a little bit more in conversation. And at the end of the month, we will have a webinar where it'll be a chance for us to connect a little bit more. And I'll, I'll be sharing what this journey has been for me and what's arisen and also giving away a really special gift that I'm so excited to share with you all. I don't actually have the date of that right now. It's, it's like a Wednesday evening. Hold on. This is, this is my imperfection. I'm podcasting. It's going to be on June 29th from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll say that again. It's the Liberate Your Life webinar, and it's going to be 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. on June 29th. It's a Wednesday evening. I'll record it, so if you can't be live, you'll get it, but I I would love for you to be live because I really want to answer your questions, and I really want to give you this gift that I'm so excited to be creating right now. So with that, I will just say deep gratitude for listening and being on this self-care journey together. And please let me know if you have any questions or comments. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.